Come higher, will you come higher, will you come higher, my bride, I came to you through my son, will you come higher, will you come higher, will you run to me, my bride, and I will meet you there, my love.
Father, we hear you. We hear you this, this morning and we just cry out to you that you would do the work that you need to do within all of our hearts today. Thank you that you saw us so valuable enough that you gave your best as a price for us. Father, we just surrender to you today in the name that's above every other name, in the name that's above every other name. Revelations chapter 12, verse 7, you can have a seat. It says, And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail. Nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Verse 10. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of His Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night, has been cast down. And they overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives unto death. Come on. And they overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives unto death. Say they overcame the dragon. The message that I believe God wants to pour out into our hearts today is called, They Overcame the Dragon. Four dramatic scenes in Scripture showcase the battle in the unseen world today. Scene one, we see war breaks out in heaven with Michael and his angels defeating the dragon. Scene two, the dragon, that serpent of old, is cast to the earth. Scene three, Jesus saves the day. Come on, somebody. It says, now salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. In Jesus, we have salvation. In Jesus, we have strength. In Jesus, we have a new kingdom. And in Jesus, we have the power to overcome. In scene four, scene four, and it says, and they, who, who is they? It says, and they, and, and they overcame him. Who is they? Come on. Who is they? All those living on this planet who have received Jesus as Lord and Savior, it says, and they, who was they? And they overcame the dragon, overcame the devil. Come on, somebody. Overcame Satan by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they didn't love their lives unto death. Say they overcame the dragon. Shout it out. Say they overcame the dragon. Say it again. They overcame the dragon. Yeah. The overwhelming theme in each of these scenes is one of victory, not defeat. As dramatic as the story is, and as dramatic as our world is right now, 
God's plan for humanity is victory. It is not defeat. Evil does not defeat good. Come on, somebody. Darkness does not overcome light. But make no mistake about it. There is a battle. The battle is real. It's spiritual. But it also is very tangible. When I was 19 years of age, I came uh, in, in, in contact with the spiritual uh, evil in my life. I was walking close with the Lord. Personal intimacy was so strong. I had an incredible relationship with God. But God allowed the devil to buffet me for a time so that I could have an understanding in my life of the unseen battle that is raging around us. One o'clock in the morning, I'm in bed asleep. And I feel like I need to go to the bathroom. I get up, and as soon as I place my foot on my toe, my pink, my little toe on the ground, this presence consumes me, and it is like someone was trying to kill me, and I jumped out the window, through the glass, and I began to run for my life. Looking behind me, this thing was everywhere. I run down the drive, then up the road, and I remembered... As I'm, as I'm looking down, I've got a cut here, and I've got a cut, and blood is gushing out. I'm looking down. I figure I need help. And I remembered next door, uh, uh, for friends of ours owned a hotel. So I run to the hotel. I begin smashing on the door and screaming as loud as I can. This, this, this thing was all over me. Help me, help me. The next minute, I wake up in a pool of blood on the ground. And I'm shivering cold. I'm only in my underwear and there's blood everywhere and no one was there to help me. But that thing, whatever it was, was gone. I stood up and I went to the first cabin door. I knocked on it because I, I looked, I, I needed help. And somebody from the sixth door down comes out, turns out to be a doctor. At the same time, the dog starts to bark and the owners come down and they look, open the door, and they go, Michael, I said, call the ambulance. To cut a long story short, the ambulance comes. I go to the hospital. I get 165 stitches. I had to do brain scans, psychiatrists, and all this stuff. They couldn't find anything wrong with me. I go back home again, and one month later, the exact thing happens again. This time, I'm smart. I don't smash through the window. I open the window. And I run for my life. As I'm running up the road, my father had heard what had happened, and he came after me and says, Michael, stop. And when he said, stop, that thing, whatever it was, left me. And I walked in the cold back to my room, and I just felt so de defeated. I understood my authority. I knew who I was in Christ. I knew the power. I had it all, but for some reason, I had no power of, over this. I go to my bedroom, and now I'm thinking, I sit on this flop on my bed. I'm thinking I'm, I'm going mental. If it was not for the fact that that night, my brothers were sleeping in the bed next to me. And they said to me, Michael, it was crazy. We felt this presence that woke us up. It came to the room, and it came after you to kill you. You, you jumped out the window. A week after... My dad said, you know what? We need to go to a guy who deals with d deliverance just to see if there may be anything in you, around you, attracting whatever this is. 
We go to him. He spends an hour over me. And he says, son, there's nothing in you, nothing around. This, God sent this and allowed you to go through this so you could understand the unseen world around you. Say there's a battle. Say there's a, there is a battle. Ephesians 6, 11 says, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness, against spiritual hosts of w- wickedness in heavenly places. Family, to be victorious in this battle, we've got to be reminded that every day we need to put on the armor of God. First Peter 5.8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Say may. Now the word may devour is very significant. It does not say will devour. It says may devour. But in order for us not to be devoured, we have got to have our armor on. We have got to be sober. We've got to be vigilant. We cannot fall asleep. We've got to wake up and understand that there's a battle going on in the world around us today. I am so grateful that my father allowed me to go through what I went through because in over 40 nations of the world and in all the cultures and all the religions and all that we've seen, God has allowed us to press through all the resistance, press through all the different religious ideas and take a hold of atmospheres and pubs and clubs on the streets because of what I saw and what I went through. God has given me a confidence and a boldness in my life that I can go anywhere at any time in any place He sends me and be victorious in that space. And God wants the same for all of us here today. Whatever the assignment is, I never thought I'd go to an underground pub in France and I walk into the pub and there's a statue of Satan on the platform. And my initial reaction is intimidation, but the Spirit of God in me, this confidence comes out of me and we take that pub for Jesus. What do you mean? Well, the presence of God filled that space and lives were touched for Jesus. 2 Corinthians 10. Three, it says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. My Bible says I have the power through Jesus to tread on serpents and scorpions and nothing will harm me. Nothing will harm me. It says here, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of who? To the obedience of who? And being ready to punish all disobedience When your obedience is fulfilled, obedience to God's word defeats the dragon in our lives. We've got to bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. We've got to know the weapons that God has given us and use them. Say, use them. Revelation 12.11 gives us three weapons 
that I want to focus on today, these weapons are to be used daily. Say daily. It says here, it says, and they overcame him by what? The blood of the lamb, by the what? And by, they didn't love their lives unto death. There's three weapons, three weapons of warfare in your life and in my life that God has given us to overcome the dragon that roams this earth today. The blood is the first one. Oh, the blood of Jesus. The first weapon that we want to focus on is the blood of Jesus. Why the blood? Why the blood? Why is the blood so special? While in the blood, we are washed. In the blood, we are washed from the curse of sin and death. 1 John 1.7 But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Come on, somebody. Today, if you're walking in the light, it doesn't matter what you've done in your past. It does not matter how bad it may be. If you and I have repented of that past, His blood washes us and cleanses us. Now, it is a tragedy for me and for many others. As we travel the world, a, 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 the number one pandemic, you could say, is sin. The number one disease it's not just sin, but even in the church is the guilt of holding on to yesterday's issues. When Jesus has made a way for us to be totally free and cleansed. Jesus is the antidote. In the blood, we are part of a new covenant. Given to both Jew and Gentile. Matthew 26, 28. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which was shed for many for the remission of sin. Etched in Jesus' blood is a new covenant, a better way with better promises, and it's a better agreement. Not just for one culture, but for all cultures. All who believe can partake of the freedom of the blood that Jesus has paid for, for all of us to be free in. All of us have the opportunity today, online, if you're there at home, you have the opportunity to be free from the bondage, from the slavery of sin in your life. Jesus has made a better way. There's a better covenant with better promises. Through Jesus, we have all. And if, if we would just acknowledge Him as our Lord and Savior, if we repent of our sin and begin to follow Jesus, we can have it all. We can have it all. Say we can have it all. Say it's a gift. Through the blood, we are restored into relationship with our Heavenly Father. Come on, Hebrews 10, 19 to 22. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which He consecrated for us through the veil, that is His flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of our faith, having our hearts, listen, sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Come on. Take a moment just to think about that for a minute. I personally am so grateful I can wake up each day and say, Abba, Father, I love you. That's what I do. Father, I love you. I love you. I love you. In the blood, we are justified and saved. From the wrath to come. 
say the wrath to come. Romans 5, 9, it says, Much more then, having now been justified by His blood, we shall be saved from the wrath to come. Make no mistake about it. There is a wrath coming to this earth. It's not, it, the pandemic you see is not the wrath of God. It's man. It's man. God hates injustice. God hates the abuse of little children. God hates lies. He hates deceit. And He hates double-tongued human beings that get up and say one thing but live another thing. There is a wrath coming for all of those who live in that type of lifestyle. He hates the instability that is caused by people who are not honest and true. And He made a way for all of us through Jesus to be free from that because before Him, guaranteed, we all lived a lifestyle like that. There's coming a time and the window is closing. The opportunity will not exist forever. We've got to turn. We've got to turn. We've got to turn to Jesus. In the blood, listen carefully, in the blood, we are infused with the DNA of God. Yes, sir. This is one of my favorites right here. And I believe this. In the blood, this blood, the blood of Jesus carries what? DNA. In your blood, it carries what? DNA, right? In the blood of Jesus is the DNA of God's original plan for our lives. And it's my, my I, I believe that when you and I are born again, when you invite Jesus into your heart, the Bible says a new man comes alive. I believe at that moment, supernaturally, there's a blood transfusion that goes on in the side of you and I. And all that was lost when Adam sinned is restored back again in our lives. But somebody's got to believe it. Somebody's got to receive it. Somebody's got to begin to walk in it and allow our lives to be washed from all the junk of our past that continues to try to pull us down every day. Satan knows the power of the blood. Yes, he does. That's why those who worship him shed innocent blood. Witches, warlocks, all those who were given to satanic religions used the blood sacrifice, both animal and human. They believe that, that, that the blood gives them power. But I'm here to tell you today, the Spirit of God is here to tell them and whoever else here today, that the blood that, the, the power that they get brings them to slavery. But the blood of Jesus leads you to eternal life. And I'm, I'm here to tell every witch, every warlock in this city and around this town, Jesus is coming. Jesus is here. Jesus wants you to be free. You don't have to be a slave anymore. Give your life to Him and you will know what true freedom is. Come on. For 22 years full time in over 40 nations of the world, we have seen the power of the blood at work. And as we travel in planes and trains and war zones and many different cultures and religions, we have been protected by the blood of Jesus. In 1998, we were in South Africa in a little country within South Africa called Lesotho. They were having elections at the time and the people thought that the government was, was cheating the people. We were there on the Sunday, powerful, the Holy Spirit. Incredible, I mean, how could that be, right? We were there on the Sunday, 
The Holy Spirit moved on Monday at 12 p.m. We left the country. By 12.30, the country shut down. 22 people were shot dead in the city that we were just in. But God protected us and kept us as the people began to overthrow the government. That's my God I'm talking about. One week later, we're in Cape Town. And I had planned for our team at the end of our tour to go and have a, a, a nice night out at Planet Hollywood. We were scheduled to be there at 7 p.m. At the last minute, plans were changed and we stayed home. The next day, all over the news, all over the news, a terrorist attacked Planet Hollywood at 7.30 p.m. People were maimed, people were killed, but God protected us and saved us from that situation. Say it's in the blood. Say it's in the blood. Come on. In a world flooded with deception, our testimony is the second weapon that God wants us to use every day. The blood of Jesus and the word of our testimony is that second weapon that we need to be reminded of to use every day. Now, Revelations 12, 11 says, Who overcame the dragon by the word of their... All right. Now, a definition of testimony is evidence. Say evidence. It is proof provided by the existence or appearance of something. Come on. Evidence. Say evidence. Proof, say proof. In a world flooded with deception, your testimony, come on somebody, my testimony, the Bible is filled with testimonies that give evidence of what the blood of Jesus has done in our lives. Romans 12 17 says, so faith, say faith, comes by hearing, say hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. The Bible is full of witnesses, testimonies, and stories that give evidence to God's reality in the earth. 2 Corinthians 13, 1, by the mouth of two or three witnesses, let everything be established. The evidence of God, the witness of God is all around us today. But Lucifer wants to rid the earth of the evidence. What do we see around us, family? Lucifer wants to rid our families of the evidence of God. He wants to rid our schools of the evidence of God. He wants to rid our churches from the evidence of God. If he can stop us talking, if he can shut us up, if we can stop talking about our Jesus and what he's done for us and get distracted with philosophical babblings and intellectual musings, then he can remove faith from the hearts of men. And without faith, we cannot receive all all that God wants to give us. But I hear the sound. I hear the sound of rain. I hear the sound of rain in a desert land. I hear the sound of rain in the desert land around us. I hear the sound of a new generation. I hear the sound of young and old standing up, rising up, not afraid to talk, not afraid to give evidence, not afraid to lift up the name of Jesus, not afraid to talk about the Holy Ghost, not afraid to speak in tongues, not afraid, not afraid to live what God has given us. I hear that sound. 
My family and I are witnesses. We're witnesses to the incredible provision of God. You hear the story about COVID, how last year, 10 of the 11 countries that we were to go to shut down. Our American tour shut down. God supernaturally provided through connections, partnerships, but people would send us checks in the mail. The largest was $12,500. God made a way for us. We are witnesses to God continuously open doors throughout the nations of the world. Uh, uh, the one nation that stood open was my, my, my home country. And we arrived in November just as our, our, our tour was booked for six weeks starting in November. From, uh, in, in, in October, the country was shut down. In November, the country was open. So when we arrived, we arrived to full houses. Nobody social distancing. Nobody wore a mask. It was open to hear the word of the Lord. We're witnesses to healings, miracles. You're witnesses. We've got to hold to the witness and the evidence that God has given us. The blood of Jesus is a weapon. Our testimony is a weapon. Listen, and we must not love our lives unto death. Revelations 12, 11, and they did not love their lives unto death. Not being afraid to die is a weapon. Against the dragon. 1 Corinthians 15, 55, it says, O death, come on. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. Come on. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, people. I've been liberated. Woo! That's where the song comes from. Jesus has given us victory. And in a twinkling of an eye, in one split second, you were taken away. Don't be afraid. 2 Timothy 3, 1, 7. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. I'll say it again. Know this, in the last days, perilous times will come. Why will perilous times come? Because men will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Boasters. Proud. Blasphemous. Disobedient to parents. Unthankful. Unholy. Unloving. Unforgiving. Slanderers. Without self-control. Brutal. Despisers of good. Traitors. Headstrong. Haughty. Lovers, why will perilous times come? Because men will be lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Listen to this. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people turn away. For of, of, of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, Led away by various lusts, always, listen, my gosh, always learning but never able to come into the truth. Does that sound like our world? Does it sound like our culture? Sin, that pandemic of sin has caused men to become blind, gullible, and easy to devour. That dragon 
He came to Jesus. Yes, he did. Luke 4, 5 to 8. The dragon we're talking about, the devil, came to Jesus. It says, Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, to Jesus, All this authority I will give you and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I will give it to whom I wish. Come on. Therefore, if you will worship before me, Jesus, all will be yours. Listen to this. Are you ready to shout? Whew. And Jesus answered and said, Get behind me, Satan. What Adam didn't do, Jesus did do. What Eve didn't do, Jesus did do. And then it says, and then it says, For it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and only Him shall you serve. Jesus overcame the dragon for all humanity in His blood family. We are free in the word of His testimony. We are free. He loved not His life in His example. You and I are free. He loved not His life even unto death. Jesus is our example to follow. This is true freedom. This is true freedom. Jesus is true freedom. And you and I can live in freedom. Your husband, your wife, your beautiful children can live in freedom if we will take up our cross and follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. Then we will live free from the dragon that roams this planet today. Revelations 12, 11 says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they didn't love their lives unto death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and all you who dwell in them. Woe unto the inhabitants of the earth. Listen, listen. For the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows his time is short. As we close today, we have got to be reminded of the weapons, the battle, the reality of what's going on. And understand that we are citizens of heaven. This is not our home. This is not our home. The dragon knows his time is short. Matt, can you hop on the guitar, please? The dragon knows his time is short. He walks this earth like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. You don't have to be devoured. Say, I don't have to be devoured. Say, my children don't have to be devoured. Say, my husband, my wife, they don't have to be devoured. Online, you don't have to be devoured today. But, but, but we have to make a choice and follow Jesus. As a church, we cannot be silent. We've got to give evidence. Lucifer wants the evidence to be rid, washed away in the planet. God doesn't want us to be strangled with the yoke of bondage once you and I are saved. For goodness sake, don't go back into the ways of the world that used to be. Stop posting and sending nude pictures of yourself to other people. Stop drinking like you drink. Stop talking like we talk. 
Stop being a fake believer and start being a follower of Jesus. Our churches have become so riddled with the sickness. We run around and we sing all the songs. We have all the rock concerts. And yet the people in the pews live like slaves. How can this be? How can it be when a Jesus paid a price for us to be free that we're still entangled with that yoke of bondage again in our lives? Jesus came to make us free from the dragon. Let's live free. Let's live alive. Let's be all that God has made us to be. Let's be bold. Let's be courageous. Let's lift up the name of Jesus. I hear the sound of rain. I'm telling you, in America, I'm telling you, I hear the sound of rain in this country. I hear the sound of a church that is willing to let go of their worldly identity and take a hold of heaven's reality. It's time to rise up and be everything God made us to be. I am yours, Matt. I'm not yours, Matt. Stand up and sing this with me. I am yours. Come on. Your prize. Sing it out. Your purchase. Lift your hands and sing. I am yours. Your blood has paid for me. I am yours and I am waiting for you I am yours am yours my God your blood Jesus And I am yours, and I am waiting for you, Lord, waiting for you, Lord, waiting for you, Jesus, we're waiting for you, Lord, to come for your bride, to come for what you paid for. We know you're coming soon, Lord. Jesus, we come, 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 Lord. If you're here, as every eye is shut and every head is bowed, if you're out online, if you're here today, and something in your heart, in all honesty, okay, we're talking about honest people. Let's be honest today. If something in you is saying, I just don't think I'm following Jesus like I should. I'm not following like I know I need to. But today, I want to make a change. I want to make a public confession of my faith. I want to make a public confession of who I want to follow. I want to make a public confession of my desire to follow Jesus again so that that dragon knows whom he's dealing with.
And so that my God knows who I make a choice. I don't serve Him because I have to. I don't want to follow Him because I, because I made to. Something in me says I was made for this. I was made for this. As every eye is shut, every, every head is bowed, if you're here today, you just simply say, this is all, whether you've ever done this before, whether you have, it doesn't, if you're here to say, so I want to follow Jesus. I haven't been following like I think I should, but today I want the devil to know and I want Jesus to know. I want my Father in Him to know that I am gonna live from this moment on, do my best to follow Him. If that's you today, lift up your hand straight up in the air. Lift it straight up in the air all over this place. Come on, get those hands up if you believe that today. Get them up if that's you today. We're all on a journey, but we're, in these moments, we've got to take a hold of these moments that God gives us, where the Word has been spoken, where the anointing is in the atmosphere. Repeat after me, everybody online, repeat after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I surrender my life to You. I understand that because of Adam's sin, I became a sinner. I was born into sin. But because of Jesus, that sin, that nature, that character has been renewed. Jesus, forgive me for sin in my life. Help me from this day on to follow Jesus. Jesus, live in me. Breathe in me. Breathe through me. In Jesus' Name. Everybody who lifted your hands, I want you to do something even more bolder. I want you to get yourself up here right now. Right now, move. Now, 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 now. You say, why do I have to come up there? Because you're not ashamed for goodness sake. Because you're not ashamed. Get up here and I want us to sing this as an anthem. I am yours. Let's sing it. I am yours. Let's sing it. Come on, come, come, come on. Ah. Am yours, your prize, your purchase. Lift our hands to Jesus. I am yours, your blood has paid for me, Lord. I am yours, and I am waiting. Sing softly. I am yours. Jesus, 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 Jesus. All guilt or shame has been washed away today. All fear, anxiety. Come on. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Lift your hand to Jesus. His presence is here. If you're sick in your body, lay hands on that area that's sick and say, thank you, Jesus, for your blood. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood. He's here. His presence is here to heal. I've seen it all over the world. I'm not the healer, but Jesus is the healer. And we just step out. We step out and believe 
If you're here and your mind feels sick, constantly struggling with depression and oppression, His presence is here to heal our minds, to heal our minds, to heal our minds. He's healing. Some of us, you've had a broken heart. You've just had a broken heart. It's living in a fallen world. It's common to have a broken heart. But Jesus, His presence is here to heal that broken heart. If you're here and you need to forgive someone, just forgive them. We've all been offended by somebody. Release it. Give it away. Healing rivers flowing down upon our hearts. I can feel this rain pouring down upon our minds. America, the beautiful. Healing's raining down for you. His love is, His love is raining down. Jesus, 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 the beautiful Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Man has caused this nation to lose trust. Man has caused this nation. But there is one who will never leave you and he'll never, ever forsake you. Run to Jesus today. Run to Jesus today. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Precious Jesus. What's your name, son? Caden? All right, I just believe that God wants you to know specifically today. It's a moment. I don't know if you know anything about your future. But God, God, if you are willing, if you will surrender, you're somebody that He really wants to use powerfully to reach young people for Him. And uh, we all have a choice whether we accept that or not. But today He just wanted just to let you know that, he, that there, there is a, there's an assignment. And as you just faithfully serve, I don't know if you're here or have you, have you given your life to Jesus? You have, good. Um, get plugged in. Be a part of this local church. Got amazing pastors, amazing youth, and just just grow, and everything will sort of everything will sort of flow. There's there's a there's a there's a fresh wave of youth that is about to be injected into this space, and um, <laughs> Pastor Don, the, your faithfulness. Just to love that God is not, has not gone unseen. And your daddy loves you so with you. 
and healing. He wants to also heal parts of your own heart. And Father, I just speak healing. Lord, healing in his mind and his heart. In Jesus' name, wholeness in every area. Healing rivers, Lord. Healing rivers pouring down upon. You have served me with the passion, though you have served me with vigor. I am not done with you, my son. A new voice, a fresh sound shall flow through your mouth, my son. For you have seen many things heard many things you've stayed true to my words my son a new day a new day a fresh anointing overflows a fresh anointing overflows a fresh anointing overflows fresh anointing for you. Pastor Sue, a fresh freshness, a fresh vigor, a fresh, just a freshness, a freshness, a freshness in this family, in this house, in this house, in this house, in all. Hallelujah. One more time. I am yours. Your price, your purchase, Jesus. I am yours. Your blood has paid for me, Father. I am yours, my God, and I am waiting for you I am yours your pride your purchase 